This year, the best of the Super Junior Tournament, the tournament that features the best junior heavyweights in the world of professional wrestling, turns 30. And again, for the fourth season in a row, the No Spots podcast will be covering this tournament from beginning to end. 12 events over 16 days as 20 of the best junior heavyweights in the world compete for a chance to win the 30th best of the Super Juniors tournament and get a shot at the junior heavyweight championship at Dominion in Osaka Joe Hall. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the best of the Super Juniors Rewind. We started off with 20 competitors, and after 12 of, after 10 events, we are down to the final four. Four men remain with a chance to become the 30th winner of the best of the Super Juniors tournament. Welcome to the penultimate episode of season four of the best of the Super Juniors Rewind. I am DC's People's Champ. I am, of course, joined by my tag team partner who woke up as this guy named Sage. Sage, yolosuke gashimasu. How y'all doing today? It's, just, it's been a it's been a tournament. It's been a tournament. It has been a tournament, absolutely. So, apologies to our Twitch tra- uh, Twitch stream, who uh, you know. They, we were, we're a bit late because my taxi partner had a day and literally forgot we were supposed to be doing this. So, yeah. And then I tried my best to make sure I wouldn't be the one running behind. And then he ends up being the one running behind. But it is what it is. Got, but anyway. Exactly. Anyway, so hope you guys are ready to talk a lot about the best of Super Juniors. We are we are down to the final four, uh, the top two uh, point getters in both A Block and B Block facing off on uh, Friday for the chance to face off Sunday in uh, in Oda City in, in Tokyo for the chance to be the best of Super Juniors winner and a shot. At the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship, uh, already in our Twitch chat, Sith is regretting his choice of who he thought was going to make the semifinals. Boy, you died on that hill hard, told, my friend. We told you <laughs> that's going to be hard. That was going to be a hard pick to pick. You picked it. You picked it. Yep. I, I commend. I commend well, Sith for sticking with it because I died on a lot of hills, and it's good to see somebody else down the hill too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but anyway, so we we got a lot to, we got a lot to talk about. Of course, we're going to talk about the final four nights of league action, which saw two nights of double block action. One of those du- nights of double block action was not properly put on the New Japan website, so we ended up only picking four matches from that night instead of ten. So. That kind of fucked both of us up there. Uh, but then we had our final two nights of block action, block A and B in Osaka. And then we're going to look at the final standings to see how everything played out. Uh, the good the good news is that the results of this week, no one finished the tournament winless. <laughs> so that should give you an indication of what's going on. No one finished winless. That was interesting. I don't know. 
that was interesting. And then we're going to look at the final, the final four and the two semifinal matches because the card for that event has been released. There will be six multi-man tag team matches, including in action. You'll never believe this. The never six-man tag team champions are in non-title action, and the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion will be in action, but not against his challenger for Dominion. So it's a very interesting card that we'll go through, and then, of course, we'll, we'll take whoever we predict to win the semifinals into the finals and pick who we think will win best of the Super Juniors 30 right here, right now. But before we do that, we got some news and notes to get out of the way here. Uh, the first, and most of it has to do with uh, a lot of injury updates that happened over the course of the last week or so. Uh, we got to start off with the injury that happened on May the 21st uh, during the Best Super Juniors tournament that occurred to one Taiji Ishimori uh, during his block match with Hiromu Takahashi. Uh, there was a pop-up powerbomb that happened that caused an injury to his cervical vertebra. Uh, and he tried to fight through it, but ended up uh, could not continue. Red Shoes Uno uh, called time to the match, ended up stopping the matchup, giving uh, Hiromu Takahashi the victory, uh, giving him the two points. It was later revealed. At first, it was thought to be a concussion, uh, but then it was speculated that it was a shoulder in, uh, issue, but then it was later as a, a release was put out by New Japan that it was a cervical vertebra in, in, uh, injury, and as a result he would not be cleared for his final league match against uh, TJP, uh, and that TJP would get two points via forfeit from Taiji Shimori not being able to, uh, take, uh, to take part in that matchup. Uh, the release from New Japan said, quote, thank you for supporting New Japan Pro Wrestling. On May 24th, Verse. During his best of Super Junior 30 League match with Hiromu Takahashi, Taiji Ishimori suffered an injury to his cervical vertebra. As a result, he will not be cleared to compete for the remainder of this of the best of Super Junior tour. After being given an assessment, Ishimori was discharged and is able to recuperate at home. He is currently comfortable and able to move normally, but does not have a timetable for a return to the ring at this time. As Ishimori cannot wrestle TJP on, in Osaka on the 23rd, he will lose via forfeit and TJP gains two points. We apologize to fans who are looking forward to seeing Ishimori wrestle and appreciate your understanding. New Japan uh, look, joins fans and wishes Ishimori a fast for recovery sage that's that's tragic dude that's so tragic you're muted i pulled a sip um <laughs> yeah you did um that was that was very tragic because it was it was an awkward moment in the match where everything just stopped and i'm like what's going on like okay and then next thing i know it's like red shoes calling it and i'm like Oh no 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 no! So I, and then they was like the way he was moving was like it was a concussion, and Hiromu was said something to him on his way out like, but it looked like dang like that that's not how that should have ended. Um, it's a dangerous yeah, game. It, it, it's a dangerous game. The wrestling. I mean, Hiromu said it in his uh, backstage comments. He said, like, as much as pro wrestling is fun, it's a very dangerous uh, profession and things like that can happen. So, and you could tell Hiromu was not very, you know, he was very saddened 
that the match had to end that way and things like that. So, uh, you know, best wishes to Taiji Ishimori. Hopefully it's not a very serious injury and he can be back sooner rather than later. Uh, but we'll keep an eye on that situation and let you know what's going on there. Another injury that occurred happened this past Sunday over in Long Beach uh, during the NJPW Resurgence pay-per-view, which took place. Uh, and it happened during the main event of the show, the finals of the uh, Strong Women's Championship Tournament between uh, AEW's Willow Nightingale and Mercedes Monday. Uh, it happened where Mercedes Monday went over the top rope and appeared to have landed awkwardly, causing injury to her ankle. And it appeared that it was a very severe injury to her ankle because the match went straight to the finish with uh, Willow Nightingale hitting not one but two power bombs in order to end the matchup and win to become the inaugural strong openweight champion. Uh, a release did come out from New Japan Pro Wrestling on today, actually. It said during her match with Willow Nightingale in the main event of Resurgence May 21st, Mercedes Monet suffered an injury to her right ankle. Monet underwent a thorough appraisal of her injury immediately after her match and began treatment. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling joins fans in wishing Monet a full and fast recovery. Now, they did not reveal what the extent of the injury is, but Scuttlebutt has said that it was it was appeared to be a broken ankle uh, because after the match, she had to be carried out of the, out of the uh, ringside area to the back uh, while uh, Willow Nightingale celebrated becoming the strong open weight, strong women's champion. Uh, man, I'm, seems like... New Japan started to get snake bitten, sir. So I I ended up watching I ended up watching the last two uh last two matches of Resurgence. The Osprey and Tanahashi and um and that and that was the main event. Uh she slipped off the top turnbuckle, trying to get her foot in mm. on that 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 crossbar piece. Yeah. And went straight down. Like she missed the apron. It looked like she was trying to step to the apron. And she missed the apron and went straight to the floor. And it was like, I knew she was hurt. I knew when she hit that floor, before she even got up, I knew she was hurt. When she finally, when she got in the ring, she could not put no pressure on that foot. And I said, she even broke that leg or her ankle broke. She couldn't, she couldn't put no pressure. No pressure. Yeah, I have to I have to go and watch Resurge. I haven't had a chance to watch it. That's why we're not really going to talk about it on this episode. We're going to talk about it next week because by next week I will have watched it by then. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I didn't see it yet, but I know I've heard from a lot of people talk about it that, you know, that was there was a point where she came off the top rope and that's where the injury happened, and it literally caused the finish to the, be brought so to the forefront immediately to, to protect her. We already know the finish. That I'll talk about the finish at least. Um it's it uh it's two things it's a couple of things i want to talk about on this that's not gonna really it's, we know the finish it's not gonna ruin the match but first of all two black women made history of closing out the first two black women to ever close out a new japan pro wrestling pay-per-view in america my bad period First of all, two, two yeah, women period. closing out a, a New Japan uh, pay-per-view first. 
then uh, closing out not only a pay-per-view, but closing out the first inaugural champion of the Strong Women Champion, and then it's two black women. They were just sitting there breaking history in this match. So it's like, okay, that's I, I, that part I was so down for. Um, and that's what really, when I was seeing that it was actually the main event, I had to go walk. I had to go walk. Um, and I, when I came in, uh, Tanahashi and Osprey were coming out. Um, what ended up happening was, um, when she, when that injury happened, the one thing that I want to say is a lot of people talk about how big headed these stars are in wrestling. But for Monet to make the judgment call, she made that call. Not anybody in New Japan, Monet made that call to know you win this title. You beat me, I'm injured. She hits the doctor bomb and Mercedes doesn't kick out. But if you listen to commentary, Ian Riccoboni goes, I seen the shoulder come up just a little bit because the referee was count, would stop his count. He was like, I seen the shoulder come up just a little bit. No, you didn't. The angle that that camera was when she hit that doctor bomb, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. And, 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 and I got to give credit to Mercedes big time because even with the broken broken uh, the the break the way she landed for the the soul for the doctor bomb was a, was a brilliant that she even did it when nightingale did it again she sold the same way for it again so willow can win and making that judgment call tells you that i'm not too big-headed of a star to go i'm injured i don't know the extent of my injury i don't have to be the first person to win this title let this girl win it I paid attention. She's she a pro. That, that, that she did the one thing that everybody talks talks about about the hardest part of wrestling. She did the business. She did the business, and yeah. I'm, I, I'm 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 I gotta commend her for that because anybody else that was injured would have taken that title and then they would have relinquished that title and it would have been a whole big thing. Yeah, no, Mercedes was definitely a pro in that situation, knowing that she's injured, she doesn't know the severity, but she knows it's very severe, and she knows there can't be any long-term plans for her in that championship if she's sitting on the freaking sidelines. So she she made she called an audible, and that's how that's what a professional does. You could tell that she, she you know she's very humble in this game. Her character may come off as anything but humble, but the one but Mercedes Vernado, this is who we're talking about. We're talking about Mercedes Vernado, the person, not Mercedes. Mercedes Monet, not Sasha Banks, Mercedes Vernado, the professional and the person knew what the situation was and she made she made the call, right call. She made the right call. There are 92% of professional wrestlers out there that would never have made that call. They'd have been like, fuck it, we're going with the finish and yeah, then we'll go won't. from there. They won't, they won't make that call. But see, the other thing is, you had to, and, and I feel like she also had no choice but to make that call. What was she going to hit with a with, with a leg like that? Her leg was her leg looked like she, it was a, a little mangled, but it was just how she was holding it awkwardly. 
But what was she gonna? What was she gonna do? What move was she gonna hit? She wasn't gonna be able to hit her finisher. No, she she would need she need both hands, uh, both legs to do it. She need both legs. No, that right there, I gotta give it to her. She would have. Anybody else would have found a way and and damaged that even more than what it was and made it a worse, uh, a more severe injury just going for this stuff. And I and I think she was just a smart, a smarter person, made made a smarter decision and created a smarter opportunity for somebody else to just knock herself. And I I, I gotta commend her for that. I gotta commend her for that because she 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 thought, she did the business and she was the professional she should have been. And I'm so glad that she did. Like I'm, I'm so glad. I, I, and you, you know, going into it, I said, and I said it, she gonna win that title. She dropped the the the, the New Japan Women's Title. They leave over there in Japan to come get the one in the states so she can be home. I said it, and that's what yeah. that was what was gonna yeah. happen. If the injury don't, if the injury don't happen, Mercedes is our is our winner. Yep, yep, I agree. Uh, continuing on with injury news, also on the resurgence show, uh, there was an announcement made by Kyle Fletcher of Aussie Open, who came out in a very nice oh, looking suit uh, to announce some unfortunate. You look Devin huh? Devin Absolutely, he did. He really did. But um, he came out to announce some unfortunate news, and the unfortunate news was that his tag team partner, Mark Davis, suffered a severe injury, which we later will find out required surgery that Tony Khan of AEW actually paid for. So there you go. Uh, but he suffered injury so much so that... Uh, that Cal Fletcher came out and relinquished both the IWGP heavyweight tag team and strong openweight tag team championships uh, in order for the, the championships to actually be on someone and be defended because of the injury to Davis. Uh, but he did vow to get the, the comeback stronger than ever to get those championships back. Uh, it caused a change in the match on at Dominion from a triple threat to a straight-up tag team matchup between Bishamon and House of Torture for the IWGP heavyweight tag team championships. There was no announcement what's going to happen with the strong openweight championships. There was one report someone um, mistakenly put out there that both championships were going to be on the line in the one match. That was never the case because they weren't both weren't on the line when it was originally a triple threat. So I don't know where they got the idea that both championships were going to be on the line in that matchup when it wasn't originally. But, yeah, Mark Davis is out. So Aussie Open no longer tag champions. Uh, Sage, thoughts? Uh, I heard behind that. Um kind of wish it, it was a different situation. Um, uh, but my question is now, is that is that why he, um, why he, uh, hey, what's the, I, I lost my train dog just that quick. Um, uh, him paying for the surgery. Is that is that was that from the match that they had on um what's the name of the Friday the, the Friday show? Yes. Rampage? I don't I, I think the I don't know if he wrestled recently on AEW no, though. That's the thing. It's like I don't like, think it was a recent for Tony Khan to pay for it. Well, there's a reason for that, which we'll get into in just a second. But 
I mean, very. I mean, this is very sad news. Like, especially because of the fact that these this duo have been wrestling for New Japan without a contract, and they were sitting with their two top champ tag team championships, and they were riding high. Like, they literally won the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Championships, and then a week later, here in DC, won the Strong Openweight Tag Championships, and they were riding high. And then Sutton, they were getting ready to have this triple threat for the the IWGP Tag Titles and all this other stuff, and then this injury happened. It's just sad. Oh, oi, oi. Yeah, we was lit. We was lit. We was lit on that one, boy. We was lit. But uh best wishes to, to Mark Davis and hopefully hopefully houses. Uh, absolutely all of them. And hopefully House of Torture don't become taxi champions because I would hate I wouldn't hate to see that. I don't think that's the bad, bad play. I would you only say that because you don't like Yoshihashi. No. Shut the no, fuck no, no, up. No, 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 no. I, but I, I will give Yoshihashi credit. They helped elevate those tag team titles. They had, they had, uh, they, they, they were doing the thing with the tag team titles. But I don't think going into the summer, I don't think it's a bad thing. That rain is gonna suck. I promise you, it's gonna suck. What? That rain is gonna House of Torture's tag champions. That rain is going to suck, in my opinion. It's going to suck. I think it's gonna suck, but I mean, we'll see what happens. But I, mean, I just think it's gonna suck. I don't know. I mean, it, they probably ought to go into tag league, then uh, and all the open should be back enough, you know, tag league, all the open win tag league. Ozzy Open went with that. With this being done, Ozzy Open probably wins tag league this year. We'll see. Ozzy we'll Open better win. We'll league. see. Speaking of, we'll, we'll see. But speaking of uh, Ozzy Open, even after the news that uh, Mark Davis is injured, and they had to relinquish both of their tag team titles this past Wednesday. Uh, the Ozzy era himself, Cal Fletcher, was in a very spectacular international championship match with Orange Cassidy, even though he was not successful in taking the championship from Orange Cassidy, what he did was enough to get him and Mark Davis an actual contract to a wrestling promotion being AEW. Uh, Tony Khan announced it on his Twitter uh, shortly after Kyle Fletcher's match uh, with Orange Cassie saying, quote, they're one of the top tag teams in the world, and now it's official. Aussie Open, Kyle Fletcher, and uh, Mark Davis are all elite. Incredible match tonight, Kyle Fletcher on, on TBS on Wednesday night, AEW Dynamite, and get well soon, Mark Davis. Congratulations, hashtag Aussie Open. So uh, this actually, the announcement actually confirmed the report that Fightful Select put out there early on in the evening, detailing the, the uh, confidence that AEW personnel had in signing Aussie Open, seeing as though, you know, Aussie Open had been wrestling with New Japan, but without a contract for so long. Uh, but now it looks like now they're actually signed to, uh, they're actually signed to an organization. And uh, the first thing me and you both said was, we need another FTR Aussie Open match like ASAP, bro. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I need that. I need that yesterday. Bo no bullshit. This, 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 this. Jay Lethal. What's going on? I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm tired of Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> Come on, put him in a, 
And now, you, and now you got his wife there and shit. Holy fuck. Wait, Karen did? Yeah, she showed up last week. Ew. Is she going by Karen Jarrett or Karen Angle? Karen Jarrett. Thank God. Yeah, she sh- yeah she showed up last week and low blowed um, Dak uh, oh, yeah. Cash Wheeler when they were going for the uh, the yeah. big rig. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Watch the back on TV. Listen, man. I just I I know FTR gonna retain. Like I said, I'm I'll give my picks for double or nothing this week uh this weekend for the pod, the weekly podcast. But I can already give you one now. FTR ain't losing the tag titles. Not to know Jay Lethal and no fucking Jeff Jarrett. They do fucking AEW can kill can sit and spin. <laughs> this ain't no fucking way. Ain't no way. I, I hope you don't do what you did last time. In, in the oh shit! So what since? Sisa put something interesting in our Twitch chat. He says Sith needs Osprey to join AEW and have a United Empire versus House of Black feud. So that, okay. All right. I was going to say. Simply read my mind. I was going to say. Is the United Empire just going to sign with the AEW in the long run? Because it's, it's confusing to me. Everybody showing up on AEW. I mean, Forbidden Door is about to happen. Uh huh. I can see it happening. Like Cobb going, Cobb going. I can see Cobb going. Um, Panare. Uh. Hey, that's a lot of people. They got a lot of people. I, you know what? I'm going to stop you. I don't see Hanare or Okan hitting right. AEW, really, because they're they're homegrown. They came out of right. Gojo. So they'll probably still be under... They'll still be with New Japan, under New Japan, see as though they came up in the dojo. And now Sis put in a lot of fantasy matchups if, if United oh Empire God. signed with... If Osprey signed with AEW... The AEW, like United Empire versus the Elite, United Empire versus the BCC. Imagine. I don't. I don't. Oh God. Oh God. That's gonna be interesting. United Empire versus the best friends of Orange Cassidy. Imagine. Oh, I, I, I need another uh, Orange Cassidy and Will Osprey match. Dead ass. <laughs> Dead ass, bro. Shit, man. That, that, yeah, that was a hell of a match. It's almost been a year. I need yeah, that. we need that. Mm-hmm. We, we, yeah, we definitely need that again. We definitely need that one again. Uh, but, yeah, but congratulations to Ozzy Open, though, getting that contract. They're now all elite, and they add to an already stacked and absolutely star-studded tag team division in AEW, which has been, and we've talked about this for the last couple of years since AEW's existence. Their tag team division is definitely one of the best tag team divisions on this side of the of the of the world, they have an amazing tag team division, and they just continue to add to it. They're now adding this team like Aussie Open, and again, we need to get FTR versus <laughs> versus Aussie Open ASAP. Well, as soon as Mark Davis is healthy, mm-hmm. gotta make it happen. Gotta make it happen, baby. Gotta make it happen. Um, 
they got the best tag team division, period. Who got New Japan don't have a good tag team division? I mean it's cool. It's more existent than WWE. Okay. I said that all, all right. I mean, what what WWE tag team division look like? They're barely tag team. That is true. Shit, even you know what's funny? NXT's tag team division is better than WWE's main roster tag team division. Dead ass. You know what I'm saying? I Impact got a better tag team division than WWE. That's like it's, it's funny because Impact's taxi champions are two junior heavyweights. <laughs> but they're good junior heavyweights too. Yeah, I'm mad they wasn't in this tournament. But now we see why. We we got the reason we uh, the reason I thought it was gonna be was what happened. I said that the reason why they weren't in this tournament was that because they were probably gonna be slated to defend those tag titles at under siege this Friday, and sure enough they are against subculture who Sip marked out for that they were in there because of the fact he was a big watcher and follower of NXT UK. So, so now he gets to see him so again. They could have did that. I put that to the I don't care. Now, an event like that, they was—you know—they were going to have the—they—they the, uh, they was going to have multiple championships on the line. They wasn't just going to not have the tag titles on the line, especially because they haven't defended the tag titles in a while. So you knew that was gonna, it was going to okay. happen. That's fine. A little, a little bit longer when it hurt. But here's the thing. But here's the thing. We know unless they're still tag champions by the time we hit the fall, they are going. Team ABC is going to be in, in Super okay. Junior Tag League this year. It's no way they're not in it. They were in the finals last year for fuck's sake. There's no way you exclude them unless they're still tag champions. And Impact has a big event where they got to defend those titles. Otherwise, they're in Super Junior Tag League. They may not have been in the best of Super Juniors, but they're in Super Junior Tag League guaranteed. If they're not, that's a crime. They better be in Tag League. I need, I need, I need, I need, I need Mary back in, uh, I'm telling you, they need to, we need to run that back, uh, team ABC versus Leo and yo, gotta run that back, gotta run that back, gotta run that back, you know what I'm saying, gotta run that back, all right. Well, that's it for our news and notes for this for this episode. Now it's time to get into the heart of the matter. How did we get to our final four? How did we get to the two win the two the top two point games from each block getting ready to face off in Yogi on Friday for a chance to be in the finals in Tokyo on Sunday? Well, it all started on night seven uh, with uh, more. Block action and best of super juniors over in Amori uh, on the 19th. 
Uh, so it started off with Master Watso, who was who was quietly having a really good tournament uh, using that new high-angle German suplex bridge uh, to take out Clark Connors and get to 10 points with this one. He won in 6 minutes and 10 seconds uh, to drop Clark Connors to 3 and 4 and 6 points. Uh, say, we were talking about this in pre-production, like, but it's so crazy that Master Watso has broken out this brand-new finisher and has basically gotten him to this point. This sucks. I didn't want him to be Clark Connors. Like, y'all turn Clark heel and don't make him pay off. Super Junior would have been the best payoff. Yep. All right, next. We saw uh, Taguchi remain winless. Uh, he fell to Doki in the suplex de la Luna, which Doki finally managed to hit after several different attempts throughout this tournament. He finally was able to hit it. It got him to three, point, three wins and four losses and six points, which is his personal best in the tournament. And he had two more nights to try to get his new personal best of four wins, eight points. Uh, Taguchi fell to 0-7 and, and zero points. Uh, Robbie Eagles continued his... Uh, uh, fantastic tournament. He tapped out Kevin Knight with the Ron Miller special to get the five wins, two losses, and ten points. The loss dropped Kevin Knight to three wins, four losses, and six points. So, not a bad tournament for his first one for one half of the junior heavyweight tag team champions. Uh, show once again using shenanigans and BS, uh, managed to defeat Teton with the shock arrow to get to three wins and four losses and six points. It dropped the Teton to four wins and three losses and eight points. Still in the running. Uh, at this point, Francisco Akira using an inside cradle to get a sneaky pin on Yoshinobu Kanemaru to get the four wins, three losses, and eight points. Uh, the loss would, emit, would mathematically eliminate Kanemaru after starting after getting two wins. He would get the five losses and remain at four points. Uh, Kushida, the other half of the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, already out, continues his downward slide, losing to uh, Leo Rush with the final hour. To get Leo to 10 points, 5 and 2, 1 and 6, and 2 points for Kushida. Uh, our seventh match saw Yo hit direct drive and defeat Bushi to get to 10 points. Bushi stays at 2 points. Uh, Taiji Ishimori, this is prior to his injury, uh, would get the bone lock and give Mike Bailey only his second loss of the tournament. They are both uh, now at 10 points at this point. Desperado in the semifinal uh, tapped out Dan Maloney with numero dos. And be, with the loss, Dan Maloney finished, would be mathematically eliminated at two wins and five losses and four points. While Desperado improved to five wins, two losses, and ten points. And our main event... Uh, saw a fantastic match between Hiromu Takahashi and TJP with Hiromu winning with the time bomb. It went 20 minutes and 46 seconds in order to get Hiromu to 10 points. Uh, TJP drops to 4-3 and three and remains at 8 points. Sith, Sage, what did you think about this night of action, especially that main event? Um... I thought this night of action was starting to become the final shape. And all my Destiny players will know that. The final shape for this tournament was Sunday. Because what we did for Monday and Tuesday as blocks, separate blocks. So Sunday was pretty dope to get a lot of um, 
fantasy matchups out the way and determine where these points, these tiebreakers are going to hit. TJP is just is having a he was having a hell of a tournament. He looked really good the whole way through. I got to give him the credit, man. He looked really good. He looked really good. Absolutely. The wrong look, look like come on. Man. Yeah, I mean, and also like, even though, and I'm I'm gonna just put this out there, even though he only at this point only has four points, but Connemara's been having a good tournament as well in terms of the quality of matches he's been. Oh, absolutely. This 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 is, and I I believe this is the just five guys Connemara. That's what this is. Just five guys Connemara. Like, hella worth it. Make sure he's doing the doing the job. Like Francisco Kira escaped. He actually escaped. But he shouldn't have won that match. Because Kanamaru was tearing his leg apart. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Let's keep it moving and grooving. Let's talk about the other the final night of double block action. Uh, just to get things going, we started off with Doki uh, falling to Teton and the Yave Immortal, that leg submission hold that he's been utilizing. That would get him the 10 points, 5 and 3, uh, five, 3 and 5 for Doki. He would have one more opportunity to try to get four wins and eight points in the final night of block. But this one was a really tight one for uh, for Duke, Doki and Teton, but Teton prevailed. Uh, Clark Connors was able to finally get off the off the schneid. He got his fourth win uh, of the tournament to get the eight points, dropping Connemara with the no chaser. Uh, he was really vicious in this one uh, and showing that vicious side. Uh, Kushida was able to tap out Show with the hoverboard lock to get his second win of the tournament. To think on the second to last night of block action, Kushida only has two wins in this tournament as a former two-time winner of this fucking tournament. How crazy is that? This drop showed a three and five at uh, six points. Uh, this match went six minutes and 54 seconds. Then um, Master Watto once again using that that high-angle German suplex defeated Bushi in eight minutes and one seconds to get to 12 points uh, and dropping Bushi to one and seven and two points. Uh, Taguchi also fell, went down uh, to Mike Bailey. Bailey gets to 12 points at six to two. Uh, this will be Taguchi's eighth straight loss. Uh, and then Dan Maloney and yo, let me tell you something about the finish of this fucking match, dude. This man Dan Maloney looked like uh, what's the name? It looks like he like Robbie Eagles going for that aside det. He caught him and then he switched him up and then dropped him with the driller killer to beat him. I was just like, you know what? Dan Maloney is a Dan different Maloney, breed. That, that, and that that's not the only match that Dan Maloney had that was insane. Like Dan Maloney was quietly having. A great debut. Um, uh, um, that match right there, boy, Robbie needed that match. He needed that match, and he and he didn't get it because that match right there was insane. That was insane. And it's crazy because Dan Maloney was kind of like the tweener 
uh, coming into this match, but the fact that the crowd itself, not Robbie, but the crowd started the Robbie, 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 oh, oi, 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 chance, it pissed Dan Maloney off. He was flipping him off and all kind of shit. I was like, oh, boy. Like, that right there was so worth it. So they were going, the crowd, Robbie didn't even have to say nothing. He just put his hands in the air like, Robbie, Robbie, Robbie. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, Robbie. Yeah, no. Dog, hey, okay, so one thing to note that this is the first time in three years that Corquin Hall was completely full capacity, uh, and they made it sounded like it was full capacity. Like, holy shit. That's insane. That's insane. That's insane. Yeah. And then we will be we will follow that matchup and how good that one was with Leo Rush oh, and TJP. Like, dog, we got banger hey, after oh banger. My God. That match right there. Oh, that match right there. Oh, it was so worth it. I, I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. It was so worth it. Oh, my goodness. That was one of the matches I was waiting for. TJP versus, uh, that was one of the matches I said. TJP versus, uh, Leo Rush. Oh, what a phenomenal sight to see. That was, that was, that was some good wrestling. Yeah. That was some that was some wrestling, my dude. Yeah, yeah it was, this is really good. Leo Rush winning with the final hour to get the twelve point six to two. TJP drops a four and four at eight points. Then we would get another pretty good matchup. Yo defeating Kevin Knight with a direct drive to get the twelve point six and two, uh, dropping Kevin Knight to three and five at six points. Uh, but then we would get our our semifinal. Final, which unfortunately did have uh, the referee stoppage at 10 minutes and 31 seconds with Hiromu Takahashi prevailing to get the 12 points. Again, we highlighted at the beginning of the podcast uh, Ishimori suffering the injury to a cervical vertebra uh, and the re- and referee Retro's Uno stopping the matchup. Uh, so it would drop Ishimori to 5 and 3, 10 points. And then because of the because of the forfeiture, uh, Ishimori's tournament would finish at 5 and 4 and 10 points. Uh, TJP, even though he had lost, he would finish his tournament at 5 and 4 and 10 points, giving the, t- uh, the two points free from uh, Ishimori's forfeiture. But then we would get another banger of a main event and a match that a lot of people are saying has really put Francesco Akira on the map as a credible professional wrestler. That's the- uh, that Desperado versus uh, Desperado versus uh, Francisco. Oh, Akira. Oh my God. Yeah. That, that that young boy. Let me tell y'all something. Your winner of this match is El Desperado. Y'all know I love me some El Desperado. I'm, I, I y'all know I love me some El Desperado. But Akira gave everything he had in this match, like. Everything, and I and and it was like the boy deserved it. He deserved he deserved the light that he got in this match. Um, and Desperado said it afterwards. You are really cool. I mean, you didn't. He didn't give up in uh numero dos, and that was the part that got me. Like numero dos, we all know Desperado has been dealing with the need being entire time the entire time of this tournament and for him to 
dismantle Akira's knee the way that he did. Oh my god. That man is he was he he dismantled his knee and then on top of it, Francisco wouldn't give up. The boy was the epitome of never give up until he just couldn't take it no more. Like you would you would think that his knee was actually like broken. Like his leg was broken the way he actually had to finally give up. And I was like, Oh my boy. Okay. I just I just like the I love the part in the match where TJP threw the towel in, but Akira caught it uh, and threw it. Rado. It was like, nah, nah, we're not That's doing that. Caught it. That's what Rado oh. caught it and then threw it. And was like, nah, it ain't going down like that, homie. Mm-mm. I'm going to get out. I'm going to make him tap. Like, you know, you know, you're doing, you know, your, your resilience is too high. When the person that's applying the submission is over there, he gasping for it after a while. After a while, after a while, Desperado was the one gasping for it. Because of Akira just not giving in, like, Akira would not give in. He was not. Well, I mean, well, I mean, the match went 25 minutes and, and 13 it was the seconds. Match of the tournament. Yep. It was the longest match of the tournament. That that's the one that got that's the one that really got me. That's the it's the longest match of the tournament. This was this was, this was this yeah. was an amazing like it, this was a uh, bittersweet night because of what happened to um Ishimori. But it yeah. was oh it was so good. It was such a good night. It was yeah, and it would it would propel Desperado to twelve point six and two record. It would drop Akira to four and four and eight points, uh, leaving him on the outside looking in as the final night was coming upon us, which we are getting ready to get into right now. As we are now time is now time to talk about the final night of block action for the A block. Um, and the A block started. We started off, of course, we had some. Uh, we had some undercard matches, which included uh, two young lions, Oscar Loiba and Yudo Nakashima, taking on TJP and the Great O'Connor. So we got we seen Great O'Connor on his tour come out for commentary in support of his United uh, Empire brethren. But we finally got to see the British heavyweight champion in action, and he broke out a new submission finisher, which is called the FGO, which is the Fake Grapple Okan. Yeah. That that that's a thing now, Sage. Right. That's a thing. So anyway, but he he broke that out and tapped out Yudo Nakashima uh, to get the victory for his team. Then we will see El Desperado team with Rio Hiyoiwa to take on the TMDK team of Robbie Eagles and Ichiban Sweet Boy Kosei Fujita. Desperado tapping him out with the uh, numero dos. It was a preview for Robbie versus El Desperado for their final night of B Block. Uh, that was a good, pretty good tag match. Then Akira team with Dan Maloney, who they faced off against each other in B-Block, 
to take on Clark Connors and Gato. Uh, this will be a preview of Clark versus uh, Dev in the final night of B Block, which we'll get into in a minute. My God, was that one crazy. Uh, but Akira would hit the speed fire on Gato to get the victory. Then Kevin Knight would team with uh, Yo and his final uh, league ma uh, league opponent, Master Watto, to take on Taka Michinoku, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, and Taichi of just five guys. He would hit the spike DDT on Taka to get the victory. Uh, but it was great to see uh, Taichi back right. at it again. You know, my boy uh, had to come back. Mm. Yes, I, uh, yeah, I know. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then uh, we would get to our final block matches of the night. We started off with Ryusuke Taguchi and Kushida in what was a very entertaining matchup that uh, that saw Ryusuke Taguchi finally, on his final block match of the tournament, finally get a victory, tapping out Kushida with the Oh My Garankle, uh to get his first, his only points of the tournament, finishing at 1-8. Kushida finishes his tournament at 2-7 and seven at 4 points, but they would make a nice little part they would make a nice little partnership to the point that uh, Kushida asked Taguchi to help him teach Kevin Knight Japanese. So now he's going to be Japanese teacher Taguchi. <laughs> Wait. No. Wait. No. No, no, no. Listen. Hold on. I don't know. I was like, What? Are you serious? Okay. All right. Again. Uh, and then, and then uh, we would have. Uh, Doki with his final try to try to get his personal best of eight points in the best of Super Junior tournament. But thanks to the House of Torture, it didn't happen. Show finishes his tournament with four wins and five losses and eight points. Uh, Doki finishes yet another best of Super Juniors at three and six and six points. I was so pissed. I was like, come on, man. Can Doki get a break? Can we give Doki one break, please? Can he? Can we get him a break? Get him the eight points, please? I just, I just wanted Doki I, to get I, I wanted him to beat out the six. <sighs> yeah, but no, but no, it had to be evil with everything is evil and show having to take advantage. I thought it was bullshit, but I like the, I like the aftermath though, because just five guys came out and they ended up putting, they ended up putting show in the trash anyway. Oh, I thought I that was hilarious. That. Oh, I enjoyed that part. I enjoyed that part. Mm hmm. Yeah. No. Wait. No, that was the next night. Show was it the, the next night? Because Doki got his revenge. Yeah. Oh, shit. Night. I thought it was this. Oh, that was the, oh, that was the next night. Okay, yeah, you're right. 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 That's right, Doki. Get your revenge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then in our seventh match of, uh, for Block A, it would see uh, Mike Bailey getting the victory with the Flamingo Driver, and the victory would propel Mike Bailey to win, to advance to the semifinals and be the top of the A Block, uh, defeating Rush to finish uh, Rush's tournament at 6-3 and three and 12 points. Bailey finishes his debut Best of Super Juniors 7-2, and two, 14 points, having only lost to, having beaten the junior heavyweight champion in the in the tournament opener and finishing at the top like and this was an incredible match too like the yep. kicks and the the yep. strikes and the, 
Yo. 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 This right here is my shit. This match was, I think this match was the best so far. But this match, the Akira and Desperado match. I'm trying to think of another match in this genre that was really good. Uh, oh, the other one coming up. Let me look. Oh, you talking about Hiromu versus Teton? Hiromu versus Teton. And uh, uh, Desperado versus Robbie. So far, my four top, four of five top matches of this time. Like, this was insane. Oh, it was Mike Bailey versus Hiromu. That's it, that's all. Oh, yeah, the tournament opener, definitely. Top five. I can watch them go at it all day. Yeah, facts. Speaking of that matchup, it was the main event which saw Teton uh, tap out his fellow LIJ brethren with the Yave Immortal, and it would be announced that he would be the second, he would be uh, A2 advancing to the semifinals of the Best of Super Juniors tournament. Unbelievably, and, uh, you know, Hiromo, of course, would show him oh, yeah. some love, of course, because they're in LIJ and everything like that, but my goodness, I... I'm going to be honest with you. As soon as that decision went that, I was like, I'm so sad. I'm so sad. I was so sad, bro. I was sad. I'm just like, hey, it is what it is at this point. I'm not yeah, you were like, it is what it is. But Haroma was my pick to go for like, well, four I'm feet. Not, and it I'm didn't not. happen. I was sad. I told you it wasn't going to. I told you. It ain't going to happen, sad. bro. I, I said, this, this, this ain't be it. It won't happen. I was so sad. So after this night of block action, we will already find out our two semifinalists uh, in Teton and Mike Bailey, uh, which means that whoever was the top of the B block, which we will find out on the next night, would face Teton, and whoever was the runner up in the B block would face Mike Bailey. And we'll get to that right now as we look at our final night of block action for the B block. Good morning. And I'm about to my get goodness. Angry. <laughs> all right well we started off of course with uh some undercard matches we had uh we had four we had f uh four undercard matches i believe it was or three no we had three undercard matches and then uh we would have our best super juniors to follow uh but we started off with yudo nakashima and leo rush teaming together to take on oscar loibe and mike bailey and oscar loibe actually got a pinfall victory with a high cross body block with a high cross body to get the victory over fucking that was nakashima. very interesting that. well it really was, was very interesting i liked it i liked it a lot I like that a lot. I yeah, I like that one too. All right, then, then of course, the House of Torture would do their fucking shenanigans and BS, and uh, it would be Evil Yujiro and Show defeating Takamichi Nokudoki and Taichi of just five guys. Uh, so, yeah, we already know what was, gonna, what was happening there. And then Titan team with Hiromu. Let me tell you something about this tag match between Titan, Hiromu, Taguchi, and Kushida. This this match right here was fucking hysterical. Cause it started off 
with Hiromu, he was like, hey, Titan. And Hiromu obviously can speak Spanish. He told Titan to go sit over here and just hang out and let me have he's like let me tangle this you got a big you got a big semifinals you stay here you sit here i got this and then he would get his ass whooped by taguchi and kushida and Titan would come in to save the day and get him with uh, taguchi with the double spring the double stop yeah yeah that was a great match that was a great match Next match is. Hang on, sorry, but um, but that was that was so entertaining that matchup. I don't know what else. But that was entertaining. I really enjoyed that one. Uh, then we would get into our best of super juniors, and then we would see Bushi, who came into this tournament with only two points, drop, get the victory with a cross knee bar submission, working on the very same knee that Francisco Kira has been dealing with the entire tournament to get to finally finish his tournament at two and seven, four points. Uh, Akira finishes his tournament at four and five, uh, four wins, five losses, and eight points uh, in this one. Then uh, let me say something. Dan Maloney versus Clark Connors. The official match time was four minutes and twenty five seconds. That was like fifteen right? minutes of pure ass whooping. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. Like the official match time was four twenty five, but they were fighting each other for at least yeah, 10, 15 that's about minutes. Ten minutes of, of going back and forth. Like Clark came out first, then when Dang was coming out, Clark charged that Dang. And they just started wrecking all over the arena. They was in the in Osaka, right? Yeah, they was in Ian Arena in yeah. Osaka. Oh my god, they was fighting all over that day. That was crazy. That was crazy. I was like, yo, wait a minute. Fight back, bro. <laughs> I was telling them fight back. Yeah, they were yeah, they were beating the shit out of each other. And the fact that it ended in a count-out, though, after Dan Maloney managed to knock Clark Connors on his ass outside, Clark couldn't get it. He spit the yeah. shit out of Clark Connors, though. Yeah. Fucking hell. Spit the shit out of Clark Connors and ended up getting the count-out victory uh, to finish his debut tournament at 4-5 and five at 8 points. Clark Connors, his second time in the Best of Super Juniors, finishes at 4-5 and five at 8 points as well. Uh not a bad tournament for him, but it could have been a lot better. And then we would see uh, Kevin Knight uh, and Master Wada go at it in what was a pretty good uh, singles match with Wata once again using that high-angle German suplex to score his seventh win against two losses at 14 points. Kevin Knight would finish his debut tournament at 3-6 and six at 6 points. Uh, and then we would go to... Yo versus Yoshinobu Kanemaru. Yo was in a situation where he controlled his own destiny. He wins. He gets in. Unfortunately, he would uh, tap out to the leg cross. He would be pinned to the leg cross. Samson clutch by Yoshinobu Kanemaru. And Kanemaru would finish his tournament. Three wins, six losses, and six points. Uh, Yo would be eliminated from making it to the semifinals at six wins, three losses, and 12 points. Uh, and then it, we, we would see in our main event... Uh, El Desperado and Robbie Eagles in a fucking awesome, awesome main event of two men who know, who have devastating leg submissions and 
Robbie and Despy just left it all out there on the on the in the ring, went back and forth. This match went 20 minutes and 32 seconds. So this is come, this is days after Despy went over 25 minutes with Akira. He goes over 20 with Robbie, and ends up it. ends up winning. I love everything about this. Though. I do too. This is a this is a great way to end it. And then you know what else I loved about this was after the end, as Robbie was being helped out of the arena by Ichiban Sweet Boy, Kosei Fujita, and another young lion, Desperado, who doesn't look when he was a Suzuki Goo, he never did no shit like this. But now he's no longer Suzuki Goo, he's doing shit like this. He started the Robbie 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 oh, chair for the crowd. Oh my god, my heart melted. I swear to God. Let me tell you something. That man right there. In my eyes, can't do no wrong. Desperado, bro. The, first of all, let's talk about Desperado. Because TJP was on commentary, and he said something that I thought it, but then I wanted to see how it play out. Desperado started a match off, and I ain't never seen him start a match off like this, and I've been watching Desperado for a while. Desperado started the match off shaking hands. He started the match off yeah. staking pain. Okay. Got the best of one another, the, the uh, chain wrestling. He helped Robbie back up. DJP said, is Desperado playing mind games with Robbie? No. Desperado wasn't. Kevin Kelly said it. These two men have so much respect for each other over the wars that they've been through. Because let's not forget the Desperado Robbie Eagles war about the junior heavyweight, junior heavyweight, uh, junior heavyweight title. Like they were, they were the Jangle Stadium and everything. Like they went to war. No, they were at Yokohama Hiromu. Stadium, not Jingu. Because Jingu, that was Jingu was Hiromu and in Taiji right. Mori. So Yokohama, yeah, because that was the next year. Yo, yeah, and 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 real quick, real quick though, Sage, real quick though, Sage, I did like the fact that you know during the early part of the matchup, like Despy after they did the chain wrestle, Despy was sitting on down his uh, sitting down and looked like Robbie was going to help him up, but then the crowd started the Robbie, Robbie, Robbie chat, and he just backed up and was like this, and I said, you know what, Robbie ain't shit for that. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, he needs help. He needs help. But this was a great way to close out the block uh, portion of the tournament with these with this fantastic match. I mean, we had back-to-back main events to close out the block, and they were fantastic between on one side on the A block, two members of the same stable, and on the other side, two guys who have been mortal enemies before and who were going at it. And it was absolutely just, man, oh, it, was, it was insane. I, I would say insane. this. The only thing that I hate seeing is, like, I love the fact uh, Desperado winning this match, being number one. So glad Trash Toe is not number one. Um, <laughs> so glad he's not number one. See, Lord have mercy. Um, 
Desperado. We always see Desperado get close to the end. And this is another one of, one of those situations where he's close to the end. But Robbie is another one, bro. Robbie is another one that I think... Y'all, y'all keep missing these targets when these people should, should have went back to the Super Junior. You wanted to be on, on this history-making run and get... Uh, What's his name? Uh, Hiromu, he wins. But you missed a key point where these certain other people should have won best of the shit for Junior right now. Desperado should have been had his win. Like, what, the last two years? You put Yo, you put yo yeah. there. That would have, you already got the long going feud of Yo and Show because they were passing partners. Even though Hiromu won, Yo should have won that. It would have put him up over. Sure. Like right now, you you can't. Let's be honest. Right now, what is what have Yo done? What has Yo accomplished? He won Super Junior Tag League last exactly. year with Leo. But he's already done that with somebody else. He was supposed he was supposed to win that because he's been there three times already. But I'm talking about as in now and then that that was the tag. But in this a singles, what has Joe done besides make the finals? Because he should have won the year they made the finals. Nothing. Nothing. Show has at least had a title around his waist. But not as a singles comparator. He's been a never yeah, six-man tag team champion. But it's just like, they're both being held back in this junior division. Because Show should have won this thing already, too. When he, went, when he joined them. When he joined them, just like Clark Connors. Should be in the final four. What was the purpose? Now this becomes a, a creative issue for New Japan. I'm not only Leo. Leo had the Leo had the Cinderella story. Why? Don't get me wrong. Mike Bailey is phenomenal. Why'd y'all do that? Because even though Mike barely beat him, uh, I thought he had the tiebreaker over. Oh, I thought he won the tiebreaker. Because it's Mike Bailey and who? Teton. He lost to Teton? I believe so, yes. And I think that's where the tiebreaker was, was that when Tsai beat Hiromu, he had victories over both Leo and Hiromu, and that's what got him in. Mm. So, he, so he needed Hiromu to beat Teton. 
But then they said Haroma would have been in. No, it. Yeah, no, we. I, I don't know. Because my thing is, if Haroma lost to Leo, they and they all had the, them three had the same. No, 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 no. What would have happened? No, no. What would happen if Roman would have won? He'd have been at fourteen as well, and he'd have got in. There wouldn't have been no tie break. It'd have been Mike Bailey and Hiromu at fourteen each, and then Mike Bailey would have been a one, and Hiromu would have been a two because of the fact he lost to Mike Bailey. Mm. Oh, Hiromu was winning. Hiromu was winning. He was in. Oh, right, because he was supposed to lose to. I think he was supposed to lose to Ishimori. I think he should. He was supposed to lose to Ishimori. Well, either way, he was. He it was a winning your end scenario for Hiromu uh, in the main event, and he ended up losing to Teton, and because of that, Teton had the tie break beating Hiromu uh, and Leo Rush, so that's what got him in. Matter of fact, since we're since we're talking about it, here are the final standings uh, for this year's best yeah, Super Juniors. You see what I did? See what I did then? Yeah, no, that was a good, very good segue there, sir. Good segue. Uh, so. In the A block, as we just mentioned, Mike Bailey is the tops is the uh, top of the A block. He finished a seven and two with fourteen points. Uh, Teton, after his victory over Hiromu Takashi in the main event on the final night of A block, finished with twelve points, six and three, holding the tiebreaker over Leo Rush and Hiromu, who also finished at six and three and twelve points. Uh, Taiji Ishimori's uh, tournament finished uh, early because of injury. He finished at five and four and ten points, along with TJP, who also finished at five and four ten points getting those two points off of the forfeiture for Ishimori's injury. Uh, Shell finished at eight points, seventh by himself uh, at four and five and eight points. Doki finished at three and six, six points. Kushida finished at two and seven and four points. And Ryusuke Suguchi manages to not finish this tournament winless, getting a victory over Kushida on the final night of block to finish at one and eight and two points. On the B block side of things, uh, El Desperado and Master Wato finished tied at the top at seven and two and 14 points. But because... Desperado did beat Master Watto. He is the B. He is B one, while Watto is B two. Uh, Yo, who needed the victory in order to get in, uh, ended up losing to Kanemaru. He finishes at six and three and twelve points. Robbie Eagles finishes uh, alone in fourth at five and four and ten points. There is a three-way tie uh, for fifth place at four and five and eight points for Francisco Akira, Clark Connors, and Dan Maloney. Uh, Kevin Knight finishes eighth, uh, uh, finishes tied for eighth at three and six and six points with Yoshinobu Kanemaru. And Sis Pig Bushi finishes dead last in the B block at two and seven and four points. So boy, did that man die on that hill because his pick to even get to the semis finished dead last in his block. <laughs> I know, right? It, it was That's crazy. Hey, hey. But I mean, we talked about it. I think last week that we thought the 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 the, the magic number was going to be around twelve or fourteen, and it turned out that it turned out that 14. was it. That's crazy, Bob. Twelve and fourteen yeah. is the magic number. Yeah. With. But I mean, I just I I just can't believe that Watto, that Watto, 
had such a such a good tournament, but it was just so quiet the way that he managed to manage to get seven wins at 14 points and finish second in the block and now is one win away from his first best of Super Juniors final. <laughs> Since said, fuck Bushi. Fuck Bushi. Fuck Bushi. All right. Now it's time to talk about our night 11, which is going to be the semifinals of the best of Super Juniors. Uh, the card has been uh, released, and this looks like a very interesting card to lead into our two semifinal matches, which are going to be our, our seventh and eighth matches of the night uh, taking place over there in Yoyogi, the Yoyogi Second Gymnasium in Tokyo. You're going to see Ichiban Sweet Boy, Kosei Fujita, and, and Robbie Eagles, TMDK, taking on Gato and Clark Connors. Uh, you're going to see the return of the heavyweights uh, to this tournament uh, as Tomaki Homa teams with Toriano to take on Aaron Hanari and the Great Okan. Your boy Aaron Hanari's back. <laughs> and then this new unique partnership of Ryusuke Taguchi along with the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Champions, the Intergalactic Jet Setters. Apparently, that's what their name is now, is the Intergalactic yeah. Jet Setters. Yeah. Uh, they'll be taking... Uh, yeah. They'll be taking on Dan Maloney and Catch 2-2. Mm. Yeah, because TJP, TJP made a notion. Uh, be happy that you got it for now. Okay. Yeah, and Akira and Akira said backstage comments, "Hey, Kevin Knight, I beat you, so we get we should get a shot at those tag titles." Oh, oh, imagine, imagine we run that back. Yep, I think I think they're gonna run it back. They're gonna run it back. I, I feel like they're gonna run it back. And then we're gonna see eight man tag action. It's gonna be Chaos versus Bullet Club. It's going to be Leo Rush and Yo teaming with Bishamon to take on the House of Torture. I know. I know. Never mind. I know. Yeah. I know. I, I, I had to think about it for a second. I had to think about it for a second. Why are we getting that match? But, okay. okay. It's a preview yeah, for yeah, Dominion. That's what I said. Oh, I know. I know. Uh it's a preview for Dominion. They hurt my feelings for a second. I was like, what? You getting what? Why are we playing? In my head, I'm like, what? And then I, I realized, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, then, and then we get, uh, we get the as I mentioned, the Never Open Way Six-Man Tag Team Champions. Uh, they are going to be in action. Uh, Okada, uh, Tanahashi, and Ishii, they're taking on Shota Umino, Asuka Loibe, and Bolton Oleg. So we already know what's about to happen uh, here. But yeah. Just for John Moxley to come back again. Doesn't talk too much a young boy like I can't wait. I can't. I, I sent you the link. I can't wait to. Yeah, that, that yeah. Shit, gotta, yeah, yeah. I can't wait to talk about that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Backstage yeah, yeah, Okada was pissed. Like Okada's pissed because they uh, they lost to, to John and them wow. in, in ever surgeon. So you know he he ready to run that kid John out the gym. No, nah, I haven't seen so him. I gotta see him. Eight minutes. 
Oh fuck. Right. Okay. All right, and then and then we're gonna see just five guys. It's gonna be Doki, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, Taichi, the KOPW twenty twenty three champion, and the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion Sadata against Bushi, Hiromu, Shingo Takagi, and wow. Naito. Wow! Wow! wow. All right. I we're <laughs> done with this. Well, it well conspicuous by his asses is Yoda Suji. Like, why are we not seeing? preview of Sonata versus Suji. Like, what are we doing here? Wasn't that supposed to be a match of a surgeon? No, is that Domingo? Never mind. The, okay. Is that Domingo? So, again, why? 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 The only other only other time we'll get a chance to preview Sonata versus Suji is going to be on the night of the finals. That's the only time because there's no other shows before Dominion. After, after the 28th, that's it until June 4th. So, are we just saving his Entrance for and him wrestling for Dominion. It sounds like it seems like it, unless like well, the card for the finals haven't been announced yet because we don't even know who's in the finals yet. That we won't find that out until right. probably Saturday. So not, that, and that's what I'm saying. Are we just saving that for? The, are we saving that for Dominion to see him do something? I guess I don't know. That's weird. Why would they do that? You know what? This is why. This is why I stay on this side of the pond. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Either way, either way, then we will get. Those are going to be our six uh, multi-man undercard matches. But then comes the main part of the show, which is the semifinals of the Best of Super Juniors Thirty Tournament. Uh, the semifinal will be uh, Master Watto B two uh, versus A one, which is Mike Bailey. Uh, Sage, who you got? This one, I think I know who you got, but I was to say it just for I the sake not, of content. It was nice, it was nice trash talk, but Mike Bailey about to kick you out this gym. Nah, 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 nah. I'm going, I'm going Mike Bailey on this. It's gonna be a great, a great match because I, I oh crap, I'm about to do that thing again. Get, get it prepared. I'm about to do that thing again that I don't normally do all the time. Like the Yoshihashi moment. <clears throat> Watto has had great matches throughout this tournament. But he's not beating Mike Bailey. I'm sorry. It's not happening. Some things just don't happen to crash uh, people. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely going with Bailey on this one. I mean, Mike Bailey's had a fantastic tournament, but I would not be surprised if they fuck around and have Watson win this shit because, <laughs> you know, Bailey's not a contracted New Japan uh, wrestler. He's Impact, so they want to have their own homegrown be in this one. So I wouldn't be surprised if we got Watson Desperado in the finals, but I'm picking Bailey. Uh, to win this one, and then Desperado uh, B one taking on A two Teton in the main event. So Teton, who becomes the first, he Teton. By the way, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, and we haven't played this on these series of podcasts in a long time. But this, ladies and gentlemen, is your stat of the day. Teton. Be- Titan, Titan becomes the first 
Mexican wrestler in 25 years to advance outside of the block portion of the Best of the Super Juniors tournament. First man in 25 years to do so. Uh, I forgot the name of the gentleman was that they said. Yep. So Teton is now in a big spot here as the as 25 years after Wagner made it out of the best of Super Juniors blocks are, uh, format, Teton is now out of there and is one win away from being in the finals uh, for the for this tournament. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is your status today. So, Sage, who you got in this one? Does Desperado make his third finals in four years, or does Teton make history and make the finals? I, I don't get it. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted. I, I really like Teton. Teton um, has been amazing. Um, Despy, though. It's got to be Despy. It got. You don't do Despy this year, then what, what are we doing? What's the purpose? Honestly. You don't do Despy this year. What are we doing? Right, that's what I feel like. Yeah. We don't do Despy this year. What are we doing? Exactly. Exactly. I agree. I think that's why I'm, I'm going, we're going to go with and we're going to talk about the finals, which based on our predictions is Bailey versus Despy in the finals. Does Despy finally do it or will Mike Bailey, the outsider from Impact, turn a debut, become the first the first person since Kenny since Will Ospreay in 2016 to win Best of Super Juniors on their first try? I, I I think I think that's what I do, does it. Which means that I'm also going with Despy Well, which means that if that is the truth, that means that we're going to get Desperado versus Hiromu for the one million one hundred thousand time in Dominion. So, I'm with it. <laughs> but they're going to get sixty minutes though, so I'm with it. When is this happening again? This this need to be it. June fourth. June it will happen oh, June fourth. Yep. So basically, the winner of the best of Super Juniors has less than a week, almost. Let me see. Ah, uh, Sips going with Bailey in an upset. But basically, once best of Super Juniors come, it'll be a week later that the, that match yeah, will happen. Also went with. Uh, trash stuff. <laughs> I mean, not trash stuff. Um, you might as well say trash stuff. He, just as, he was just as trash this year. Uh, well, he picked. Well, he picked Bailey to move on, and he picked Despy to win. And he's picking De- Bailey in an upset. Oh, Despy! I need my. I need. We need to finally give it a question, man. Despy, yeah. Despy got to get it. Man. This got to be the year. Like, come on, man. Yeah, when y'all gonna stop? Yeah. Agreed. 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 
Well, we'll see what happens. Again, semifinals are on Friday, finals are on Sunday, and then we'll be back next Thursday to talk about both events and uh, talk about Dominion as the full card should be finalized by then, and we'll also talk about our thoughts on Resurgence. Uh, but before we get out of here, say, is this story time with Sage this week or not? I've had a very good week so far. Okay, no, 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 no. it's story time with Sage. I got one. So... <laughs> Okay, here we go. Story time with Sage, baby. I'm gonna have to steal this from a family guy. You know what really grinds my gears? Old people that don't want to retire. Or that can't stay in their lane of their own work. I get it, you've been in this building for forever, but in the same breath and same token, uh they're just some things that shouldn't be, right? Um had a had a bit of an issue with a coworker. Um she feels like I've been here in this place for so long. This is my place. And lady, it's a it's a DC public school. If you don't go sound somewhere and stop. Because at the end of the day, it ain't about you. It's about these kids. But you always get what the hell you want. And I'm so sick and tired of old people being dickheads. Like, why are you so mean and bitter and evil? There's so much shit to do out here in the world. It's COVID happening. We're trying to get back to good times. And you want to be mean and evil and disgusting. Why? 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 So I took a mental day. So I can get away from the stupidity. Because this lady was really, really bothering me to the point that a situation happened at the school with some students. They got into a fight. And, you know, back in, back in our day, champ, we got suspended. We got suspended. You got the fighting. You're doing these days. So it wasn't even a problem of the, the fact that they didn't get suspended. It was the problem of the fact of you made it seem like, lady, that the best thing that happened was, oh, you called their parents. What? I could have did that. What's the outcome? What's happening? Like, what are we? What are we doing? Like, is, are they? Are we? Is there a punishment? There's anything like that? There was no punishment. There was no nothing. And I said, oh, yeah, I got to take me a meal today. Mm -mm. I'm not equipped for this today. Mm -mm. I woke up that morning and was like, well, stay, stay home for the meal today. Can't do it. Not going to do it. Not going to do anything that's just overly excessive for no reason. Why you, come on, lady. Them kids deserve the punishment. One of the kids, he's famous for putting his hands on people. But he feels like it's an injustice about everything else. Mm, but he has an uh, uh, issue with taking, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, he has an issue taking in when he's wrong. And I'm like, bro, you were wrong. You're not supposed to put your hands on people. Well, I was trying to get this back. You were wrong. So now it's this whole restorative justice practice. 
uh, try to get the kids to talk about it. That's cool. Now, I'm trying to get the kids to talk about it, and the lady won't even let the kids talk about it. She shut it all the way down. But her job title is nothing dealing with the students and disciplinary action. That's my job title. I am a behavior technician. This is what I get paid to do. And you screw that up. All right, thanks. You know, I'm going to just... I'm going to just stay home. <laughs> Evidently, I'm not needed. And that's how I felt. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm not needed. I'm just stay home. Mm-mm. Nope. I'm going to stay home. Yep. Mm-mm. So I stay home. Maintenance came. We had a, had a great mental rest and relaxation of the day. And I let that be the reason, bro. Your mental health is important. And I was going to get my mental health in. <laughs> facts. Big facts. Big facts. Yeah, that's crazy. That, that's, cra- that's crazy, though. But, you know, again, I, I, I graduated from DCPS, and I know how screwed up them Bama's can be. So I'm not surprised at all by what I'm hearing. <laughs> that's why I'm kind of glad my son didn't have to go through that crap. <laughs> I know you're serious. I know you're serious. Yeah. All right. Really quickly before we get up out of here, did you see that ROH taxi title match last night? Uh, I, I watched most of it and then had to do something. I didn't get to the finish. Go ahead. Go ahead. Boy. boy. Nah, 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 nah. You got to watch it because boy. No, 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 you know what? Boy. I came back at the ending. Uh, the, the let me know if I'm right. The elite cost them, the young bucks cost them the title. Okay, so yep. I came back at the ending, and John Moxley cut that promo. Oh, y'all just gave me. I see a little bit of blood on the ground. But guess what? You ain't seen shit yet. And I was like, Oh, is that how we going off? Ain't seen, ain't seen shit yep. yet, huh? That and that and boy, they brought out somebody. They brought oh, out a legend to back up no. Adam Cole. <laughs> when Adam Cole said homicide, I said, "No, you're not doing that. Suicidal. Don't play with my emotions." Even Taz was like, wait a minute, it can't be. Taz went, no, no, wait a minute, hold on. Genocidal. And I go, this dude didn't call Sabu. When did Sabu move the papers? Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, when Sabu came out, this this how unprepared Sabu was for this stuff. Did you see he still had the little pass on? The little pass? All right. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Go back and watch it. You got the little pants on. And I'm like, really? For real? All right, bro. So, guys, we've had a fun time. 
Yeah, but that was good. And you know what? And you know what else? You know what else? This whole collision business has been the worst kept secret in all the professional wrestling. First, it was like, oh, there's a collision show coming. Then we're not announcing. It. We're not. Then they finally announced it. Oh, collision's coming. And then it was like there was reports saying, oh, it's going to be in Chicago. It's going to be in Chicago. Oh, we don't know the first the location of the first show yet. And then they come out last night saying, oh, it's in Chicago. Like, no shit, Sherlock. Uncle, you know who and everybody and their mama been saying is gonna be in Chicago. You wait till the now to sell the first show in Chicago for CM Punk to return. That's what that was. But the problem, also the bigger problem, was CM Punk return. So that 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 was that became the issue. The CM Punk coming back because that that part was really being an issue. Like they even threatened to sue CM Punk. And I was like, oh, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yep. Mm. That's when I realized. Yeah. Anyway, well, that's it for episode three of the best of the Super Juniors Rewind. Uh, we will be back next week for our season finale where we look back at the semifinals and the finals of this tournament where hopefully Desperado comes Absolutely. out on top and not Master Watto so that Sage come, doesn't come in here as Sad Sage. Because <laughs> we don't, we know that's what's gonna oh. happen. If Masamato oh. pick like always that trophy for the name, I oh y'all think it's gonna be? Mm. I spared y'all with boss age or DOS sage. I spared y'all with that. Let Desperado lose the Watto. Oh, this is what it was. I'm glad you said it. Before we leave, you guys, I'm gonna say this. And this is me making this prediction now. If Master Watto wins Best of the Super Jam, I am not watching the movie. Until I see on Twitter that he has lost to Hiromu. And if he doesn't lose to Hiromu, I am not watching the minion as a whole. I love Sonata, but I won't watch the match. I'm sorry. I am going to miss the minion. And and you have to catch up with Champ just to know what happened because I'm not going to watch Trash Toe. I don't support Trash Toe. All right? That's my prediction. That's my bold take. You better not run Best of the Super Junior. I want to watch the menu. <laughs> I want to watch the menu. You better not win Best of the Super Junior. I want to watch the menu. Just let me live in peace. Give me Desperado. I even take Mike Bailey. I even take Teton. The last time I said this statement, we was at the first capital collision. And I paid for it by coming back on here and having to call Juice Robinson. Rock hard, Juice Robinson. <laughs> I remember that shit. Please. I remember that I'm shit. begging y'all. That's for anybody but Walker. Anybody but Walker. And then watch. Watch him win and uh, just to piss Cesar off. Watch what's going to happen. I'm just telling you that right now. Watch. Just watch. Just watch. What's up, chat? Just saying. 
It is what it is. Anyway, that's it for this episode. If you want to check us out on social media, make sure you check us out at facebook.com slash nospotspod, twitter.com slash true no spots pod, twitch.tv slash true no spots pod, and tiktok.com slash at true no spots pod. You can find Sage on Instagram at I woke up as this guy named Sage with underscores after each after each word uh so you can check him out on instagram and then also just a reminder of the schedule for this week uh on our twitch channel uh we will be streaming uh the weekly wrestling podcast on friday uh 10 at the time of 7 p.m i do have to pick up my son and take it to my parents so i don't know how long that's gonna take uh but 10 at the time of 7 p.m eastern time on twitch and then on saturday at 12.55 p.m., we will go live to do live reactions to uh, Night of Champions, uh, which is taking place in Saudi Arabia. And then on Sunday, we will be doing live reactions to uh, Double or Nothing. But I will also be doing live look-ins to NXT Battleground as well. So we'll be doing pretty much a double review, a double, a double reactions to two pay-per-views at once. We'll see how it goes. Uh We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Sage, Sif, Sif actually messaged me and asked me if you wanted to join us for Double or Nothing. I'll do y'all one better. I'll do y'all one better. Huh? What's that? I will join y'all for Saudi Arabia. Oh, so you're gonna join us for for Night of Champions? Yeah, I join y'all for Night of Champions because I don't know how I'm watching. I, I don't know if I'm gonna pay for Double or Nothing or someone else pay for it. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna say that. Uh, I'm, I'm, I don't know. If I'm gonna pay for Double or Nothing. Um, I'm kind of not excited about Heard that. that. I'm not. I'm Heard not that, that excited. I, Heard I, that. I'm not that excited for Double or Nothing. Because I know it's going to be like a 30-hour pay-per-view. I don't, I don't, I don't want to do that. They need to, they got to trim, they, they got to trim that down somewhere. Um, and I, I, I don't know how I feel about, uh, I might watch NXT and and I don't know. I don't know how I'm, I'm going to do that NXT and uh, what's the name? But yeah, that, that's going to be that's going to be an interesting night for myself. And yeah, I've, I've already got I've already got yeah, my plan y'all. So like it's like what am I what am I doing? I mean, I'm looking at three screens right here, so yeah. I might be able to figure something out in this trifecta right here. But yeah, but we'll see. We'll definitely. Yeah, no, I I already got my plan. I'm gonna have. Uh, double or nothing. I'm gonna have BR Live the website on my laptop and watch it from my laptop. And I'm gonna have uh, NXT Battleground on my big TV on my cable box for Peacock and do it that way. So that way I could be able to watch all that yeah. shit. So I'll be I'll be straight. And Destiny Destiny Two season, a new season is out. So I'm also trying to keep up with that too. You know, you never know what might happen. You never know where I may fall. 
Right. Well, anyway, that's our schedule for the upcoming. We got uh, we got three three streams going on this weekend, uh, including the weekly podcast, uh, live reactions to uh, Night of Champions and Double or Nothing with a live look in for Battleground. And then, of course, next week we'll be back with the final episode for this season of Best of Super Juniors Rewind. And then the weekly wrestling podcast will be back in its regularly scheduled day and time on Saturday. So make sure you check us out at twitch.tv slash true no spots pod for those streams make sure you follow set uh, make sure you turn on the bell for notifications all that good stuff for for now for sage i am dc's people's champ for our audio listeners we will see you guys next week take care and have a good one Deuces. hey guys it's champ here we hope you enjoyed that episode of no spots podcast if you did make sure you are following us so you can be notified when we upload new episodes and make sure you follow us on all social media platforms, facebook.com slash nospotspod, as well as on Twitter, at truenospotspod. We will catch you on the next episode, myself, Donnie Wrestling, and The Sith, for the No Spots Podcast on the True Radio Network.